following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri, and wherever you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Elspaugh, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're so happy to be here this morning, including my co-host, Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Well, good morning, Brock Elspaugh. How you doing today? Doing awesome. It's, it's yeah. uh, you know, it's Saturday, and it, it's early, and we're... Uh, you know, getting the day and the weekend kicked off here. We're really excited about today's show too, Tony. Oh uh, yeah. But, bef- but before we get into that, I would like to have everyone uh, go to our website. It's the innovative team.com. You can go download past shows. You can uh, download our retirement income toolkit and you can order my book and it's called the last paycheck, how to build sustainable retirement income and keep those paychecks coming in. That's what everybody wants to do. And you can get a head start there by ordering that book and take a read. 60-some pages, very easy read, but at least it will get you started. But if you want to take it a step further and you really want some help, give us a call here at Innovative Financial Solutions, 332-7855. Or you can uh, send us an email. It's theretirementplaybook at gmail.com. All righty, Tony, you ready to get started with today's topic? Yeah, I'm excited about this one, Brock. Uh, It's something I think a lot of folks uh, are interested in, and uh, we're going to talk about 401ks today, right? Okay, let's do it. We're going to, after this show, Tony, my goal is for everybody here listening to this to understand what is offered and what are the different aspects of a 401k. Now, some of these things may change from plan to plan, and maybe your employer has, has has a plan that doesn't have some of the things we're going to talk about, but th- that's okay. You're going to have hopefully a deeper understanding and the importance of taking advantage of a 401k. So you ready to get started, Tony? Yeah, I am. So the, the, the 401k, guys, it's the foundation, right? We talk about Social Security being the foundation of your, your re- individual retirement uh, and, and, and being the most important aspect. And so we really encourage people to maximize their Social Security benefits. But the 401k, the 401k is such a foundational piece of investing. So it's, it's a, it's a perfect complement to maximizing your social security benefits. But here's the question. How well do you truly understand your 401k? Uh, you know, part of your paycheck funnels into it, no doubt. And are, but are you investing in the right investments? Are you investing the right way? Are you aware of all the, 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 the nooks and, and crannies of all of the ways that you can benefit from your 401k? And are you taking advantage of all of those? So again, we're going to talk about all that here today on this show. Super excited because again, 401k plans uh, is, is a, a, a foundational piece 
yeah. to your retirement plan. Well, and I think breaking down 401ks is a good topic because I think most folks have just a basic understanding of what they are. But when it comes to grasping all the moving parts, some people may find it a little more challenging and, and there's a lot to know. So how do you want to get us started? Yeah, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to an article from Investo, excuse me, Investopedia, uh, and it's titled "401k Plans: The Complete Guide." So if you want to go to find that article, you can do that. But today we're gonna hit on some highlights here. It's a very user friendly guide, by the way. And though many of our listeners out there already probably have a very basic understanding of 401ks, let's describe them. So in simple terms. A 401k is a tax-advantaged retirement account, and it's typically offered by, by your employer, okay? So you're an employee of a company that has a retirement plan that is tax-advantaged. What that means is when you put money in, either you get a deduction up front or you pay taxes on the money, put it in after tax, often called a Roth option, Okay, and then it grows tax free. So the taxes and how you deal with that now uh, versus in retirement is a huge discussion in itself. In fact, Tony, we've done separate shows just about Roth options. Okay, um, so so you definitely need to talk to an advisor. I would actually have you in, encourage you to to talk to a tax advisor as well to truly understand the differences there. Um, but the bottom line is, is that your contribution gets automatically deducted from your paycheck and it goes in and you can put up to a certain amount in that plan. Okay. Additionally, again, there's, there's, there's two types of ways you can put money into a 401k plan. And again, that's pre-tax and after tax. Okay. Yep. Which again is also called the Roth option. Yeah. And I think I know this one, Brock. I mean, with a traditional 401k, contributions are made with pre-tax dollars, as you mentioned. So the earnings aren't taxable until you take the money out. Correct. But with a Roth 401k, contributions are made after taxes, which means when you take the money out, it's tax-free, right? You got it. Tony Shore, you have brought your A-game this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, that's very important. I mean, that is a very big decision. The you know, I say it's a big decision. It is, no doubt. But the fact that you're putting money in and how much you put in is by far the most important decision, okay? So so the, the pre-tax or after-tax is a huge decision to make. And, 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 and in my opinion, I think everybody should at least look at the Roth. I'm not saying everybody should do the Roth, Tony, but it's such a huge advantage, especially right now with where our tax rates are, okay? because of the 2017 Jobs and Tax Cut Act that reduced tax rates for many people. And Tony, if you look at a historical tax rate chart uh, from the United States government, you will know that we are in some, we are right now, okay, uh, in, in some of the lowest tax rates we've ever been yep. in. And so what are you doing now to help yourself later? I actually wrote an article for the paper this week, and, and I, 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 that was all about the Roth. Should you do it or not? And 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 so some of the reasons to do it was to say, hey, what are you doing today to help yourself later? Number one. Number two. If you look at historical tax rates, did you know, Tony? 
what the highest tax rate was in 1934 for the highest income earners. Let's I take do a guess. not. 94%. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> How would you Can like you to have imagine? 90, what, what would you live on? I mean, that 6%, 6% of your income? <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, and it was we complain about taxes today. Oh, <laughs> man. And of course, that was so federal. The the, those are the federal tax rates. And of course, the the um, the people weren't taxed as much on other things. They make up for it Correct. now with, you know, skyrocketing Correct. property taxes and mm-hmm. gas tax and everything else. But you're right. That is crazy. And taxes are historically at a, a historic all time lows right now, actually. Right. As I know. far as federal and, and income tax. That you're right. You're right. They are. And and people complain about it and, and rightfully so in some of the ways that, that you see them spending money. But but at the same time, the fundamentals are, are that we believe that with the amount of debt, the national debt that we have, the 28 trillion, whatever, there's so many different numbers out there. But but and it's unbelievable. It's numbers you can't comprehend, Tony. You just can't comprehend 28 trillion. I mean, it's just there's no way to do it. Um, right. You know, you, you, you throw these words out there and people go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you actually think about what a trillion dollars is, it would blow your mind. OK, not let alone 28 of them. So so yeah. my point. Yeah. So my point is, is it tax? There's only one way or two ways to take care of this problem that we have, this national debt that we have. You either have to increase income. OK. Or you got to decrease spending. So that means getting rid of tax breaks, getting rid of, uh, you know, tax credits, getting rid of programs, reducing programs. Do you think they're going to do that over possibly raising taxes? No, I don't think so. It's not my opinion anyway. I think that, you know, uh, with some of that, we're at a point of no return. Okay, Um, but but and that's the feeling anyway. Hopefully it's not the truth. Uh, But but my point is, is that more than likely more likely to happen would be to increase taxes to help, you know, offset some of this debt that we have. And so if that's the case, tax rates are going to go up. Okay. And, and an, another reason that if they're going to be higher in the future to go ahead and take that hit now, put it in after tax and let it grow tax free. Okay. So, so anyway, there's just the reasonings of why I think everyone should at least look at the Roth and, 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 a lot of people, quite frankly, Tony, that I've talked to, don't even know if they have a Roth option in their 401k plan. Wow. So you got to start there. Yeah. Ask the question, do we have a Roth IRA or Roth right. 401k option? Okay. Right. Well, and I think some folks might already know this, but 401ks do come with contribution caps and limits. Oh, right. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, they do. They do. So the maximum contribution you can kick into your 401k is adjusted as needed for inflation. But in 2021, Tony, the employee contribution cap is 19500 per year for folks under 50. If you're over 50, there's a catch-up co- uh, contribution provision. Excuse me. Catch-up contribu- con- contribution provision that allows you to put more money in. In fact, you can put up to twenty-six thousand if you're over the age of fifty. Okay, um, so that's a that's a pretty good amount of money there. Um, one of the things that people look at and the differences between the four hundred one k and let's say an outside IRA that they have at a bank or an investment institution. 
um, is that you're maxed out on how much earned income you can have before contributing to a Roth IRA. That is not the case with the 401k. You can make as much money as you want, and you can still put in that $26,000 if you're over age 50. Okay, So if you kind of are behind a little bit in your savings, retirement savings, the 401k is a great way to get caught up uh, with that. And so um, you do have a maximum or, you know, income that you can earn before you're contributing to a Roth IRA, but that does not exist in a, in a 401k. So that's a huge advantage, uh, as well as obviously the amounts of contribution are much higher, Tony. You know, you're yeah. talking about a $7,000 maximum in an IRA versus, you know, 19.5 or even 26 for over 50. So lots of advantages of that 401k. Um, now, if you receive an employer contribution or if you make choose to make an additional non-deductible after-tax contribution to your traditional 401k, the max employee slash employer contribution for anyone under 50 in 2021 is $58,000 or 100% of your salary, whichever is smaller. So if you're if 50 or older in 2021, that limit trends north to 64500 Wow. Okay. And that's, that's, Everything. That's your contribution, employer, profit sharing, safe harbor, everything. Okay. It can't exceed those numbers. So when it comes to employer match, obviously these formulas vary from company to company. Maybe it's a hundred percent of the first three percent and fifty percent of the next two. Uh I mean you, you see all kinds of different formulas uh that are out there. But obviously, Tony, the number one thing you can do is put money in for yourself. And when that employer adds that money in there as a match, that is icing on the cake. So if you're going to contribute to a 401k and you can't hit these maximum numbers, which I understand, you at least need to do what the match is, okay, to get that free, quote unquote, free money, because that's 100% rate of return on your money, if you think of it that way. Can you contribute to both? If your employer has both a traditional 401k and a Roth 401k, can I contribute to both at the same time? You can contribute to both at the same time, okay? But here's the thing, Tony. You can't exceed the maximum contribution, okay? So in the case, if you're under 50 years old, okay, you can say, well, I'm going to put $10,000 of that in the Roth, and I'm going to put 9500 of that in the traditional, and that's perfectly fine. You, you see people do that all the time because, okay, I understand what you're saying, Brock. I believe you, and I... I I, I do agree with you. I want to do the Roth, but I still need some tax breaks as well for this year because maybe you had a, you know, some higher taxable event. I get it. Okay. So just split it up. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. You just can't exceed the maximum contribution numbers. Okay. Does that answer your question, Tony? Yep. So I, you can't put 19.5 in, in each. You have, it has to total 19.5. That's correct. You can put some in each one and you can contribute to both. That's, that's a good, uh, good to know. I think a lot of people probably that would be a good idea to put mm -hmm. some money in both, uh, right. depending on your situation. So, you know, I think that's a great point for anybody thinking about splitting their money between the traditional and the Roth. Uh, what can you tell us about taking 401k withdrawals? Uh, great question. The most important thing to remember is that once your money is in your 401k, it's a big task to get it out without some kind of penalty or taxes or something along those lines, Tony. 
So, so what you want to do, it's very important to have enough money set aside for your emergencies or things that you may need or want before you retire. The bottom line is this, Tony. Don't put the entirety of your savings in a 401k. And the reason I say it that way is because you should have a rainy day fund, right? And so typically, people will say three to six months of your expenses is what you should have in a rainy day fund. And so if your expenses are $5,000 per month, you should have anywhere from fifteen to 30000 I tend to err on the side of being conservative there and have closer to that $30,000 number. Uh, and I know, listen, your money's in the bank and it's not earning, it's, it might be earning 0. 0.01, okay? I get it, but it's liquid and it's there and it's available if you have an emergency. It's very important that you have that emergency fund. So to this point of making withdrawals from a 401k, just don't do it, okay? Just put money in that you know that you will not have to touch until you retire. This has been a great conversation. Uh, mm -hmm. How would you like to get this segment started? So uh, again, we're referring to an article, Tony, about 401ks. It's from Investopedia, um, and it's called 401k Plans, The Complete Guide. And again, it does a great job describing some of these aspects of 401ks that we've talked about here today. The next thing, though, that I would like to talk about is required minimum distributions, commonly known as RMDs. Okay, so just so you know, both traditional and Roth 401ks are subject to required minimum distributions. Um, and, and so once you reach the age of 72, you're required to withdraw a percentage of your retirement account using IRS tables that are based on your life expectancy. So what does that mean? Okay. That means that the government says, okay, you've been deferring this money long enough. You got a tax break up front if you did the traditional. And so all this money has been tax deferred, tax deferred. At some point, the government says, okay, you need to pay taxes on some of this money. You can't just leave it in there forever. And so they came up with this required minimum distribution. And it's actually not a percentage of the retirement account. It ends up, you can equate it to a percentage, but it's actually the IRS tables and it starts out at 24.5. Okay. So if you're taking money out of your retirement account, you basically add up all of your balances. Okay. And if you're still uh, working your 401k with your current employer, by the way, it is possible that you may not have to take your required minimum distribution if you're still working out of your 401k, but IRAs and, and 401ks, traditional, you have to take those out, the required minimum distributions at age 72. And you just, again, you add up all of your IRAs, whether you have one account or five accounts or 10, doesn't matter. You add them all up. Okay. And then you divide by a number. Okay. And so I've got a table here. I just had to reach over. Sorry about that, Tony. 25.6. So I was wrong. Not 26.5. It's 25.6. So if you've got $100,000 divided by 25.6, and that's how much money you have to take out. So that's required minimum distributions. Important to know. Another aspect of 401ks, Tony. Wow. Wow, that is. And this is really important to understand all the, the ins and outs. That's good information. And earlier mm -hmm. in the show, you mentioned the difference between traditional and Roth 401ks. But can you talk about what you see as some of the pluses and minuses of each of them? Yeah. So... Look, here's the deal. I'm a huge proponent of the Roth, okay? Whether it's the IRA or the 401k, huge proponent of it. But there are 
situations where a traditional would be better. So if and and here's the deal: if you expect to be in a lower tax bracket after you retire, well, duh, yeah, let's use the traditional because you know, hey, we're going to get a tax break now while we're a little bit higher income, and and so and and then in a few years when you do retire, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket. That's the actual reasoning reason for for developing retirement plans and the reason the government you know said yeah okay we're going to have these ERISA plans that are going to allow you to get a little bit of a tax advantage now for for later on okay um and so but for many that just hasn't been true so that's why they came out with the Roth option senator Roth actually uh is the that's why they called the Roth there was a guy named Roth <laughs> but uh, again on the flip side if it's likely that you're going to be in a higher tax bracket after you're done working, the Roth 401k might be the ticket because it can help you avoid some taxes later in life. And speaking of taxes, Tony, when you take a distribution from a Roth uh, IRA or 401k, that distribution amount does not count towards how much of your Social Security will be taxable. Okay, so you go, you get where I'm going with this. Yep. If you have a tax-free distribution from your retirement account through the Roth account and you don't have enough income to where your Social Security is taxable, you can essentially have a tax-free Social Security benefit and a tax-free distribution and pay no taxes in retirement. Okay. Now, you need to talk to your tax advisor okay, to talk about that strategy, but it is out there. It is possible that that could happen. And so, again... The bottom line question is of today's show, talking about 401ks, what is your goal? Okay. What are you trying to accomplish and what are you doing today to help yourself later in retirement? And I'm not talking about just, you know, taxes. This is about diversification because you have to invest in these mutual funds. And with a 401k, the burden is on you to make that selection. So how do you know which one to invest in? Well, we've got a great way for you to find out exactly where you should land from a from a risk tolerance level, and it's mycolorofmoney.org. If you go to that website, you can take an 11-question survey, and it will kind of guide you as to how much money you should have in risky versus non-risky investments. So, you know, that's the other part of 401ks is that you the the, the it's on you to decide where you're going to spend this money or spend this money, excuse me, invest this money. So, uh, and beyond that, again, that's why people like me exist. We can help you with this. Uh, much like the 401ks and deciding all of these different, uh, different aspects of this and making sure that you're doing what's best for you, we can help you with that. All you have to do is give us a call, 573-332-7855. All right, and we're out of time for today's show. Great show today, Brock. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Retirement Playbook with our host, Brock Alston. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at the innovative team 
www.innovativefinancialplanners.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.